Hey, James. Hi, Zach. How you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good. Um, last time we spoke, I believe your child had just been born. How's he doing? I think. Or was that? I don't think. I don't think we've ever talked before, James. We haven't. No. Oh, oh I think that was Ian, actually. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> I'm 24, James. I hope. Oh, I don't I'm so sorry. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, no. 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 You're Ian. good. That was Ian. Yeah. No, you're you're good. You're good. I hope I hope Ian's child is doing well. Yeah. Um, how you doing, man? Uh, good. You? I'm good. I'm ready to talk some sports. Just let me know. Uh, Thanks for coming what... on. Yeah, happy happy to hop on. Right, what you got for me? Caller. Oh, we already have a caller. Yeah. All right. Let's take it. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, a long time. What do you want to talk about? What? What did you want to talk about? Nothing. I just came to say hi because it's been too long. Okay. So, well, we're going to start the show. So. All right. So do you want to get into a little bit of NFL news and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, let's go for it. So, have you seen that Colin Kaepernick has uh, got a workout with the Raiders going? Yeah, I I saw that. I was actually texting my friends about it this morning. Um, you know, I, I have a few thoughts there. So, I, so I think, you know, obviously, if you followed the Raiders, everything that happened this year. You know, Kaepernick's been out of the league for a while. The first place your mind jumps is, oh, they're trying to, like, like restore their brand and image, like Colin, yeah. you know. But... But if you think about it, like they just lost Marcus Mariota. Um, he's a Mariota type. I'm sure that the 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 old regime. Uh, I don't. I, I I don't follow the Raiders closely enough. I don't know how many coaches they kept around. But you know, I remember they would have packages specifically for Mariota. Um, so look, I think it's 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 a bigger news than actually impact. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't. That the Raiders are trying to. Not help the team, but try to rebuild the brand of the team. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. I mean, I yeah. can see that because, well, like, well, well, you know, they did just get Devonte Adams. Look, look, look! I'll tell you this: like, and you know, that's just me being a, a spectator. It very well could be they're trying to help the team. I just think, like, even if it helps the team, I don't think it matters that much. I think it's like when it when a team trades for like a seventh round pick, like to save or like a team trades away their seventh round pick, like, and gets cast considerations in return. Like it's one of those things like, does it impact the team? Sure. Will we be talking about it week eight or week nine? Unless Derek Carr goes down. I don't think so. Yeah, no, I see that. And then do you think Kaepernick will have an impact? If no, I, you know, I really don't. I, th- I think Carr's a, a, a pretty good, uh, pretty good player. Um, no, I, 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 I don't. You know, short of obviously, you know, it's the NFL. Injuries happen all yeah. the time. Could if happen. Carr goes down, what yeah. If if Carr goes down, what happened there? I, I, I mean, to be candid, James, if you go back and look at like Cap's stats again, and again, I'm gonna just ignore the social. Stuff and everything is like that's been talked a lot, and I'm not an expert on that. I follow sports, and I don't really follow the other stuff. Cap was not good, like his last couple years in SF. 
Like he burst onto the scene, like when Alex Smith went down, Harbaugh was there, and then with the Super Bowl. If you go look at his stats, like it's just not very good. Just just not very good. So um yeah. Um I'm I'm I mean that's my thoughts on it. Uh yeah. All right, and um a bit of smaller news. The Falcons, uh there's a D a DB on the Falcons named Avery Williams. Yeah. They um they moved him to running back. They moved him to running back. Yeah. Okay. DB. How do you think that will plan out? He's a. I'm pretty sure he's a smaller guy. Well, I, I mean, look, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know about the Falcons and I know everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't. All I, okay, and, and I'll put it. This I bet way. Chase would know about I, that one. I, I'm a I'm a huge uh, basketball fan, so I follow NBA team very closely. I love football. It's mainly through a fantasy football context, so everything you like hear me comment on will probably be through that lens in a lot of ways. Like what I do know is all they had was Cordero Patterson last year and Mike Davis and Cordero was great to start the year and then wasn't towards the end. I think you're a team like Atlanta. You're going to try everything you can to find gems and see how it works. There shouldn't be many expectations for the Falcons this year, just based off of everything that's, you know, gone on this off season. It seemed like they tried to go all in getting Deshaun, and obviously that didn't work out. And then they traded Matt Ryan because of that. So, uh, yeah, that that's really all I, you know, those are my thoughts on it. What was the Falcons quarterback situation again? I cannot. Yeah, so, you know, it was a good timing. You know, we just talked about Mariota, uh, or we talked about uh, Carr. Like, he, he just, uh, Mariota signed with the Falcons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it, do you think he's going to be the starter there? Yeah, you know, I think that's. They also have Desmond Ritter, though. Yeah, yeah, they drafted Desmond. I don't think, De- you know, from from what I hear, I don't think Desmond will be ready week one, and there's no need to, to you know, put Desmond out there. That's they're going to be in a tough. Well, is it a tough division? Not really. I mean, other than the Bucks, like nobody has a good quarterback in that division. But then also, the Fal- I don't think it's going to work out because the Falcons have never had anybody like Mariota that's speed and runs outside of the pocket. They've mostly had pocket guys that stands that stand still, like they're in a jail cell almost. They don't really move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Do you think the Packers are gonna be okay without Devontae Adams? I mean they have Aaron Rodgers. Um but who's their number one right now? It'd probably be Lazard. Yeah. Right? I I have a hard time thinking that the Packers could be a Super Bowl team with Alan Lazard leading their wide receiver core. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He yeah. gets paid $50 million for a reason. Yep. So. Yeah. And... Do you think the Bucks have any playoff hope at all? Because the Bucks is gone. The yeah, Bucks, the Bucks. The yeah. Bucks or the Packers. Yeah, I think the. I mean, the Bucks should be uh, the division favorite. At least that's what I think. Yeah. Uh, do you do you disagree? I mean, division wise, yeah. Are you talking like their like conference or their division? Their division. See. Let's see who else is in our division. Um, 
let's see. I mean, yeah, you might be right. I mean, actually, the NFC, the, the Rams are in the NFC. Yeah, I, I I mean, the AFC is way better than the NFC. The NFC South, like, I'd be surprised if the Bucks don't win. I'll put it that yeah, way. Oh, yeah, they're, they're division 100%. Or the yeah. Com- yeah, they're division 100%. But the conference, do you think they're a conference favorite? The Bucks? Mm-hmm. Well, I you know, I think they're on the short list. You have to say the Rams are the conference favorite. They arguably got better after winning the Super Bowl. That said, like, this all depends on injuries. This is, like, assuming total health. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I'd, I'd put them as a top three or four in the conference. Like, I mean, who else is there to be afraid of, really, other than the Rams? The Niners, like, are good. The but, Niners, you know, I think they're going to be – a sneaky little, they're gonna sneak by. I think to the uh, to the conference. Uh, to the uh, what's the last one right before the Super Bowl? I cannot. The conference, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that the Niners might make it up there, but I think they're gonna lose in a round before the Super Bowl. I think it yeah. might be Niners Packers again. Niners Packers. Um, look, I got I got, I got a poll. poll or Niners Rams. I'm sorry. Let me see. Um, NFL. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Russ is gone. I'm just going by the division. NFC East. Yeah, the Seahawks are now. A- NFC East, we'll see. I mean, I'm a, I'm from Dallas. I'm a Cowboys fan, but you can never really expect much there. I know the Eagles traded for AJ Brown. They went nine and eight last year. Let's see if that has any impact. But but no, look, I I think you're looking at you know Packers, Rams, and Bucks. Packers even without Devonte just because of Aaron Rodgers. I think if we're talking like Super Bowl champion it's going to come out of the AFC just because like I, I would consider there like probably six to seven Super Bowl contenders and only two of them are in the NFC um, I mean in the AFC you got the Bills AFC North AFC North you have the AFC the North is the scariest division in the NFL right now yeah I mean AFC North is like like Pittsburgh they brought in Kenny Pickett like you I think Pittsburgh's going to be at the bottom of that division, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, they probably will, but they'll be like a 7-10 and 10 last place team as opposed to like yeah. these 2-15 and 15 rosters. And even then, like, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season in like 13 or 14 years, and that's absurd. And he's had some pretty bad rosters. He's had worse rosters than this one, and, and the worst he's done is 500. But that's, I mean... There's a lot of variants. Mike like Tomlin's going to be a Hall of Fame coach. I yeah. mean, but what can he really do? Juju's gone. They're number well, one. I, receiver I, I mean, Juju wasn't that impactful last year anyway. Yeah. They, have Deont- they have Deontay Johnson, right? Uh, like, they still have Najee. I don't know what they've done to address the offensive line this summer. Um, but, 
I think we're going to focus on a team that's interesting. Like the Browns. I think. I like. Who? The Browns. They're the yeah, most the Browns. team right now. If Watson does get suspended, Jacoby Brissett, I think he's a good quarterback to fall back on. No, they're screwed if Brissett has to step in at quarterback. Like, the Colts had a really, really good roster a couple years ago when Andrew Luck, like, retired suddenly. And they, like, went 8-8 eight and eight because Brissett is that bad. Like, an average quarterback should have gone 10-6 and six with that roster. Um, the Browns need Sean Watson. Um, they also have Josh Dobbs, which is yeah. not a I, Josh Dobbs is so bad. He's yeah. so bad. I, I think – I think I'm, you know, okay, so if I'm just looking at the short list of Super Bowl contenders, I think you have to say the Bills are the fave. Bills, Bills, Chiefs, Broncos, I think, should be the favorites in the AFC. Bills, just because of their firepower. Chiefs, and same with, well, you know, if I put the Broncos in there, I also have to put the Chargers. Um, yeah. I just think the Bills, like, it's almost like a role reversal now. The Bills, like the AFCs has remained like semi-weak and now the Bills have like clear-cut the best quarterback. That said, like the Patriots still made the playoffs and the Dolphins were close to it. The Jets, I'm actually really interested to see what the Jets do this year because I think they had a really good offseason with the draft. And well, yeah. They're doing everything. They're, they're doing everything they can to make Zach Wilson better. And... Like, they won't – I'll put it this way. Quarterback play is would be the most likely reason they don't succeed rather than anything else because I think they have talent. Yeah, now their their def- their defense is stacked now. When um, – with Ahmad Gardner, did you yeah. know that he never he, – he didn't let up a single touchdown in college? Yes. Um, who else? Uh, I think – They also yeah. have uh, – at wide receiver, their wide receivers are pretty good. Their D line well, who, is okay. Who did they get at wide receiver? Did they add anybody at wide receiver this offseason? Let me see. Let me look. Wide receiver. Uh, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Was he – what round pick was he? For a second. Oh, he was, was, oh, he was the 10th pick. Yeah. Garrett Wilson. Oh, Ohio – oh, okay, yeah. This shows how bad I am at NFL offseason stuff. And then, yeah, no get. I, I, I mean, Moore, I think that their 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 top four wide receivers: Garrett Wilson, Braxton Berrios, Elijah Moore, Denzel Mims, and they also. I, have I mean, Davis. I mean, Elijah Moore is good. He just got hurt towards the end of the year. He's very um, small though for a receiver. So is yeah. Braxton Berrios. They're their um th- their receivers are small. Like Elijah, Elijah Moore is five ten. Braxton Berrios is five nine. Uh, Denzel Mims is pretty tall for a receiver at six three, and then yeah. Garrett Wilson pretty mid at six foot. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. think that their their receiving core is pretty good, and if they could, if their cube, if their quarterback depth can improve a little bit, that they would be cornerback or quarterback. Quarter. Their depth at quarterback, like as in if they had a better, yeah, yeah, I think quarterback is like probably the only position in the NFL where depth really doesn't matter. It's like, I mean, honestly, Mike White might. Do you think Mike White will start? 
No, 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 dude. They, they, you know, they put a second round, second overall pick in Zach Wilson. Like, it's boomer thoughts for Zach Wilson. Quarterbacks though was one of the worst. That draft class for quarterbacks though was one of the worst. Like, this is the best quarterback to come out of that draft class was Davis Mills, and he got picked, I think, at 120. Yeah, no, D- Davis was third round, like 65th or whatever. Uh, look, I'm yes, we're looking at that right now, but think about a year after the 2018 draft. Like, Lamar Jackson looked awful. And yeah, so- but they still went, I'm pretty sure, eight and some, eight and some, eight and eight, I think. Yeah, but this is where you have to look at the other pieces. Like the Ravens have had always had a great offensive line, uh, run scheme. Their defense was solid. Like the NFL is actually the one sport where you really cannot hold team success against a player unless it, it, the the one position would be is quarterback. But you have to give quarterbacks time, and I, I think you saw this. In a lot of ways, with like, I think Ryan Tannehill and Matthew Stafford are two good examples. And from like the same concept, but more nuanced and different levels to it, like Tannehill never really succeeded in Miami. Uh, yeah, that's what Tannehill did surprise me. But now that he's gone, I just don't know if Malik Willis will be enough for well, that. Well, record. Tannehill's not gone, is he? I think I think he is. Hold on. No, he's still. Oh no, he's not. I thought. Yeah, I thought, no. he was gone. I thought that was why they drafted Malik Willis. No, no. I mean, but... he. I don't know what's going to go on there because Malik Willis is a great quarterback. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to be starting. I mean, it's possible that because Ryan Tannehill, I think he just came off his worst season as a Titan. Yeah. So. You never know. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll 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 see. And then, what do you think about Tyreek Hill in Miami? This may be our final one, our final topic there. Uh, you know, I think he'll be fine. I think two was fantasy numbers will improve because Tyreek yeah. take Tyreek will take a six yard slant and. Take it to the house, but I I don't believe in Tua. I think we've seen enough. Like yeah. to my previous point, Tua had a great defense, like competent coaching, and can get the team to the playoffs. Do you, you think? Yeah, do you think that Tyreek Hill will have the same impact on? No, no, you can't. I, on the on Tyreek will have the same impact on the Dolphins. Like, no, of course not, because Tyreek is. Like, you need a really good wide receiver. Good wide receivers are not a luxury, but elite speed like that is for, like, taking your team over the top. It's what makes a good offense scary. But, you know, if a, if a quarterback can't hit you on the go route, um, it doesn't matter. Like, I think we're going to see a lot of overthrows, a lot of underthrows. I, I don't think... Unless two has improved, and you know we, it's rare, but we have seen quarterbacks improve. And what this will be Tua's third year. Yeah, I he's I don't even think he's had a five thousand yard season. Yeah. I mean they do they do have two solid quarterbacks behind him. Who one of them? 
uh, Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson. Yeah, look, I think the thing is, like, Teddy's been a starter for like three or four teams now. Teddy's fine, but I think, you know, if you're trying to win a Super Bowl, which I think the Dolphins are the type of organization, you know, even though they haven't done a good job at it, that's what they care about. You know, it, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't do anything for you. Yeah, they're like, not going to. Yeah. You know, if Tua bust, they're not going to be like, all right, Teddy, like, take us to the promised land. If, if Tua bust, they'll start looking to trade for a good quarterback or, you know, figure something out. But it's 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 do or die for Tua. Yeah. Oh, Tom just left the queue. If Tom, if you want to call back, um, yeah. All right, we're going to take this call, and then we're going to wrap it up. What, does that sound good, Zach? Yeah, sounds great for me. All right. What's up, Tom? How you doing? Long time. No talk. Yeah, hey, James. So I'm not, like, the biggest Tua fan, but I do feel like I want to step up and kind of defend Tua from not not slander, yeah. but certainly criticisms that I don't think are giving Tua the benefit of the doubt. So, one, to say that Tua is a bust, in my opinion, you cannot... He hasn't busted yet. Well, but the 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 way Zach, your your guess was kind of trending towards was saying that he doesn't believe in Tua. Well, one, I seriously doubt that you can evaluate Tua with the O line that he had last season. It was literally the worst in the NFL. Second, Tua did not have good coaching. In fact, Brian Flores was particularly uninterested in in um in the offense, obviously, because he's a, a defensive coordinator. And the offensive coordinators they had, they did by committee last season. And I don't believe the Miami Dolphins under Brian Flores have retained an offensive coordinator longer than just one season. So you can't say that he's A, had continuity, or B, good coaching. Sure. And C, he's with a bad offensive line. And moreover to the fact, Tua was one of the most deadly quarterbacks by RPO last year. So you cannot just discount him and say, oh, he's not going to be that good. He was Uh, was literally one of the most efficient RPO quarterbacks in the NFL last season. So he can grow and can flourish. And two, he did not have a good defense for the first half of the season. The defense was not good because Miami went 1-7 and or 1-8 and and was not good until the second half of the season when Brian Flores literally took the reins from the defensive coordinator. So I think it's unfair to say that two is just going to be flat out is is not a good quarterback yeah. right now, and I think that you're. I, just and him. I wasn't saying that. Um, uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead and finish, and then I'll and then I'll address it. Yeah. Oh, I was going, and then I was going to say I think it's my moreover to my point was that Tyreek Hill. I don't think you know listening to the the new. Dolphins head coach. He comes from the Shanahan tree. I think we're going to see Tyreek Hill not used like he was in Kansas City, so he yeah. won't have impact like he was like he did in Kansas City for one reason. It's because he's going to be used more like a Debo Samuel kind of guy. So again, just not that I'm a, a, the biggest Tua fan, but I did want to kind of stick up for him and yeah. give him the benefit of the doubt going into the fourth season. No, no, Tom, I appreciate it, and I have a, a question. Like I would, I, I'm actually just out of curiosity. I want to dive into some of those RPO numbers you talked about because I was not aware of that um, that he that he was good in our RPO, and so that that's my bad. Um, but just to give you perspective on you know my narrative and what I was thinking is uh, quarterback is the one position in the NFL, and this is my opinion. Incre- I mean, anybody has the right to disagree. Um, you it's the one position where it does you no good to be average and average players more often than not need a good environment and system to thrive in and exceptional players, which you typically expect you're getting in the top 10 picks in the draft, definitely the top five or six are guys that are supposed to rise above all of the shit that could potentially happen in a situation. 
a couple guys I like to talk, I like to think of, you know, my favorite quarterback of all time is Andrew Luck. The Indianapolis Colts, after Peyton Manning went down, went two and 14. That was just an atrocious roster. Uh, Luck comes in with an awful coach, Chuck Pagano, and is documented how bad he is, the decisions he made. He takes a two and 14 roster and they go 11 and five, three straight years. Each year, they go from divisional or wild card divisional, then AFC championship. And Andrew Luck elevates that entire roster. Um, Matthew Stafford is another example who is only now getting recognition, but I'm a Dallas boy, as I was, as I was saying, and Matthew's from Dallas. So I've always followed him. The lions are a garbage roster and, and had been for a while other than Calvin Johnson, very poorly managed. And he dragged that team to the playoffs three times. Uh, those are types of Joe Burrow is another example. Those are types of guys that come hell or high water are going to perform, are are going to get it done for you. And that's what you want when you're investing the amount of the, the, the draft capital that comes with a quarterback in general and then a top 10 pick. I brought up Ryan Tannehill because I think he's a good redemption story example that it, when things go right, when you go from a dysfunctional Miami organization to a Titans offense that is run first, strong roster, competent head coach, guys can not only thrive, but, you know, go to the Pro Bowl, make an AFC championship. But are you going to be the reason why that team succeeded? No. And that's my point there. And I would bet a significant amount of money to a, well, Tua is way more likely to end up like a Ryan Tannehill than a Patrick Mahomes, a Joe Burrow. The, the guy I forgot to bring up is Justin Herbert. Herbert is thrust into the starting role. But Herbert in, hasn't in, really proved anything yet. Herbert, he, I mean, well, I mean well, he's, well, he's a well, great quarterback. At, well, seen, okay. But what has yeah. he done? He set like the rookie record for touchdown passes. If I, he might have broken. I, I, I don't have the numbers on me. Herbert. Also, if we're talking about the eye test. Justin Herbert is a future is a is an MVP candidate right now. Justin Herbert took a roster that just shouldn't have been competent and made them competent. And you saw as soon as they fired Anthony Lynn, uh, Brandon Staley was maybe too aggressive, but that was that was a team that should have been in the playoffs. And if you play that season out ten times, they probably only miss it one or two because of the number of times they went for it. It rarely went in their favor, and they were that costly. Typically, if you're that aggressive, you're not going to get that burned. So, so I, I, I think I was maybe seeming too down on Tua as far as maybe he, like maybe I made it sound like he shouldn't be a starting quarterback. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is Tua will never be a perennial Pro Bowler, which is what you hope to get with the top ten quarterback pick. So, and that I'm 100% confident of because you have seen time and time again exceptional elite quarterbacks be able to make it through even worse situations. That's why I'm so out on Daniel Jones. So uh, what is best season six and 10? Sorry. His best season has been six and 10. I'm pretty sure. Daniel Jones. No, no. Uh, uh, I, I don't, I just don't, I, 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 I'm gonna have yeah, to- no, and, and I that's right. I'd love I'd love to hear the RPO metrics and everything like that. But um, uh, Lamar Jackson was an MVP because he was in the even Lamar is someone who he's an MVP candidate. If John Harbaugh's not his coach and he's not in that system and he's forced to do the yeah. traditional things that quarterbacks are supposed to do, uh, not he's winning. not an MVP. 
and and you've seen it in the playoffs. He cannot consistently hit the deep ball. It's why the Ravens didn't went didn't make it past the Titans when, as soon as the Titans made him a thrower. So um, I I stand by my my stance that Tua will never be an exceptional quarterback. If what you were arguing is that Tua is better than what we've seen so far, I 100% will give you that, and and I'm excited to see that. But no, Tua Tua is not it because. By the end of year two, you know with these guys. It's why I'm very concerned about Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was very, very bad his rookie year. And I would have expected that type of talent to overcome. But I'm going to give the guy two years because that's typically like, let's see what happens with Zach Wilson. Sam Darnold showed he's not that guy. And Sam Darnold's actually the reason I've reached this conclusion because I was a big Sam Darnold guy. I loved him at USC. I swore that it was the Jets' stupid system that screwed him up. And he's just maybe maybe they made him a worse quarterback, and that's why he was bad in Carolina too. But he, he was incompetent in Carolina too after the first month. So no, Tua will never be a a he's not going to be a Hall of Famer. But yeah, he could uh, he, he could he could lead the Dolphins to Super Bowl if they have the right talent around him. And you know, a, a one-legged Peyton Manning did it. Trent Dilfer did it. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo almost did it. Uh, but no, he will never be the reason a team wins significantly. And also, on top of that, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, and then Tom, you can go ahead. Trevor Lawrence is a bust. I, I, I he could can't, be. He could be. I can't put it through my head that Trevor Lawrence is going to be a top 32 quarterback in the NFL. I just well, top, well, the top 32 is. I mean, he should be fine being top three. Zach's good. All right, uh, Tom, go ahead. I know we're going to wrap it up. I was just going to say, Zach is definitely speaking my language for, uh, for the second half, kind of what he was saying. I definitely – I'm out on Lawrence. I'm out on Darnold. I, I am a Panthers fan, actually, and I try not to let that color my analysis, but it certainly did because my analytical head was saying he was going to bust in Carolina, and my fan heart was kind of saying, oh, no, he's he's got this. He's going to be good, and, you know, you know, we've, we know which one is right, and I'm, I'm out on Darnold, and I've kind of turned to the future. I'm really big on Matt Crow. But to, you know, uh, I guess to kind of find where we were disagreeing, Zach, that's, that's all I was saying. I'm not saying he's going to be a Super Bowl, like a uh, Super Bowl contending quarterback who's the reason you get there. You know, he's not going to be an MVP candidate by any means. But I was just arguing that, like, he is better than I think he's given credit for, um, you know, especially with, with national media. So on 90 pass attempts, he had 847 passing yards. This is in RPOs. So he was just, he was, I think, and then, you know, in the play action, 116 pass attempts for 990 yards. You know, those are both two really good numbers. If you go to his adjusting adjusted passing numbers, his completion percentage is off the charts. It's 112 where an adjusted passing completion percentage is, is, is sitting at 100. 100 is average. So Well, he did have, the, like, the best tight end in the league. And no, Gasecki's not. And, and and James, by the way, I, I do have to hop off in two three. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, James. Zach. James, I do have to hop off in two yeah. minutes, but um, I will. And, and and because of that, Tom, I just want to address real quick what you're saying. Yeah, I I think we I think we both came out too strong in different. Like I I actually think we're much closer than it seems like. Like I, I just in the right situation, Tua can win a Super Bowl. I think it's just it's also just much harder. You have to get more right if the quarterback, if there's less margin for error at the quarterback. And that is yeah. all I was saying. I don't even know who brought up to as a bust. Yeah. I think contextually, if you think about like what you're hoping to get from a top 10 pick as a quarterback, 
you're hoping for Patrick Mahomes. You're hoping for Josh Allen. Uh, you're hoping for Andrew Luck and Joe Burrow. You're not you're not hoping for a guy that you need to make sure you have the best possible offensive line and an elite wide receiver and a defense to prevent it from being a shootout. And that's and, and that's all. But but Tua definitely is capable and can get stuff done. Yeah, no, and that's all I was trying to get to. Is I was trying to say like that's kind of I think how it sounded to me is how you're spinning it. Is Tua is is trending towards bust, and I just wanted to say not that he's going to be a perennial MVP candidate, but that he is at least. You know, this is this is his year, right? This is make it or break it year. He's, the excuses are starting to run out here. So I just was saying, I think we're going to see improvements from Tua, and then I expect more from him this season. Zach, you no, can go I, ahead and hop off if you have something to do right now. All right, uh, th- th- uh, James, appreciate yeah. it. Tom, great to meet you. Um, I'll, I'll make sure I uh, tune in Tom. more later, but appreciate it, yeah. guys. Thanks. Yeah, Tom, great to meet you, you too, Zach. I can do a few minutes, yeah. All right. So I never got the chance to say that article that you did was – Awesome. I went I actually went on the the site and I read it. Oh, which one? The Tom Brady one that you did. Oh, thank you. It was real good. And that article now obviously we know that he he's coming back. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, for one, I think, you know, I I was uh, when I first found out, I was a little annoyed. I was kind of like, "Oh, great! This article that I worked on for a couple of hours to try to really make it sound good and profound and be, you know, just a simple thousand words trying to cover one of the most storied careers in the history of the NFL." I was like, "Well, well, that kind of hurts that that it's uh, he's un- undone all the work." Um, but I mean, look, I mean, let, let's be real. He changes the entire landscape of the NFL just by returning. I think that it's. It's fair to say Tampa Bay should be and most likely will be the favorites to win the NFC South when the season starts. I think that they are obviously now Super Bowl contenders. And I think that realistically, Tom Brady, much like he was last year, is going to re-enter the MVP conversation just by saying, I'm back and playing in the NFL. Um, you know, last season he didn't get it because even though he had the volume, Aaron Rodgers had the efficiency. But I think that just his simple presence changes the entirety of the NFL. Do you think that the Packers, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, do you think that they're going to go big without Devontae Adams? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. So Tony and I talked about this, I want to say a week ago, maybe on the touchdown rundown, because as you know, he's a huge Packers guy. And so, you know, my Zillow model has been very out on the Packers this season. Like it's, it says that they'll probably win the NFC North and maybe win a playoff game or two but it's expecting their offensive numbers to be down dramatically and it doesn't have like a really star wide receiver. Like the approach that, that both Kansas, if you really think about it, both Kansas city and green Bay chose to adopt a, we're going to get the wide receiving. We're going to get the air game done by committee. We're going to trade away our, 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 our pro bowl caliber wide receivers in lieu. We are going to, we're going to try to have four guys be some of the highest caliber guys in the NFL, as opposed to just having one guy be the focus of our passing game, Kansas city, even a little less so as far as the focus, because of course, you know, they have a, a perennial pro bowler in Travis Kelsey. So I think that I'm yeah. out on the Packers this season. I actually think that realistically they could very easily lose the division to the Vikings. I think that's a hot take kind of worth exploring. Um, it, you know, assuming the Vikings kind of turn around, I think that should have been a team that, they were a disappointment to, but to get roundabout, I don't have Aaron Rodgers being the MVP. I don't have him three-peating and I have him having a bit of a down year this year. Yeah. So 
with um oh crap i just forgot what i was gonna say uh hey, you're fine I'll, I'll, i do want to say i'll i'll add and give you time to kind of figure out yeah what oh, you I were got going it. for there oh you, you have it yeah now that Devonte adams is in a division with the niners do you think the niners are still going to be consistently going to the playoffs like they have been for the past three years uh well Adams is on is, is on the Raiders so that'll be uh, right yeah, division wait, wrong wait, wait, are, they the are they in the same division? Uh, wait, the Raiders are with the Broncos. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I meant not the Niners. I meant um the Broncos. Do you think that they're going to be playoff caliber with Adams in the division? I think so. Yeah, I mean personally. No offense to Adams, I think he's going to have another good year, and I think he's definitely a Pro Bowl caliber player. Although we'll be in the other com- in, in the other conference this year, so that'll be kind of interesting. I I personally have the Raiders being the fourth best team in the division. I think the addition of Russell Wilson to the Broncos wow. just made the Broncos a playoff caliber team. Now I don't have them going very far, and I do have the Broncos being a wild card team. But right now. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately for the Raiders, they're probably they probably have the fourth best quarterback and they're the fourth best team because they have the fourth best defense as well. So yeah, I think the I think the Broncos are gonna be fine. They they probably don't want to deal with Devontae Adams, but because if there's a defense I think in the AFC West that's equipped to handle Adams, it's probably either the Broncos or the Chargers. Yeah, I gotta I'm gonna agree with you on that one. Um I'm gonna wrap up the show here. Thanks for helping me finish this one out. Right. Yeah, of course, thanks for having me. A little, yeah. Um, all right, guys, this has been uh, the halftime with James Lake. Um, I'm your host, James Lake. Thank you to Zach, Tom. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. I'm hoping to upload more uh, consistently now. So, um, yeah, make sure to uh, like the episode and uh, maybe download it. And uh, I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.